We are back. Episode 8 of the Men Lie, Women Lie, and All Flowers Die podcast. I am Uncle Joe, and I'm a little spicy today. This is the lovely Miss Les, and she curled her hair herself. I gotta watch what I say. Um, and I can't really pinpoint a reason why I woke up spicy. No, I actually, I know exactly why I woke up spicy, because I woke up, um, conversing with someone, and Also, you spoke to someone. You were talking to somebody yesterday. Yeah. I woke up with someone. Yeah. You woke up with someone. Yeah. So celibacy was out the door. That's wrong of you to assume <laughs> that I only sleep with people to have sex with them. But celibacy is <laughs> on pause right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's back <laughs> today. Nah, oh, um, day one. Yeah, it's back to day one. Yo, you know, addicts. Oh, I gotta get back. On. So, I woke up with someone that I trust, because mind you, I believe I've said on this show before, there is probably a handful or less women that I trust, that I allow to spend time. So, I, I woke up with someone that I trust, and um, I got to talking about things that have been bothering me. And because the floodgates were open, there's more that needs to be revealed, hence, so thanks to the homegirl that woke up with him this morning because now everybody else here got to pay the price. But it's not a pay the price <laughs> thing because I'm not here to like abuse y'all or take it out on y'all. I'm just being I don't know. That text message relentlessly was like, honest. I'm a little spicy. <laughs> watch, oh, watch but that your was mouth. fucking around. Nah, I would watch your talk, mouth. I would never talk to y'all like that. Y'all are ladies. Come on now. That would be a red flag, a red flag which is what we are here to discuss today. <laughs> red flags in relationships. First, let's define what a red flag is. Miss Les, will you do that for the... For the yeah, um, for me, a red flag is like a, a warning sign, right? That mm-hmm. something is like unhealthy or manipulative. It's something that you just have to keep your eye on, right? It, it might not be red. It could be orange, right? But something mm-hmm. just to keep it, keep it in the back of your Something mind. that gives you like trepidation, right? Like, yeah, like this a... Is, Can red flags, and I know the answer to this question, can red flags be hidden and discovered later in the process? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have a list of top five red flags? We're not going to get to them yet. I just want to know. I I do. I also have a list of top five red flags. I do. But you had suggested before the show that we discuss red flags that we believe are within ourselves. Yes. That we... uh, take out on people or I'm not sure what the problem yeah, no, is. Or that like, people may notice about us. Right. So I, for example, my number one and I was actually reading an article. That's mm-hmm. how it came up and I was like and it was just like more like a self-development um, article and it was like, you know, these are things you should look for within yourself. Whatever, and I'm needy. I'm super needy. Okay. That's a red flag. <clears throat> Alright, and keep in mind um, red flags are subjective. Right. So, to someone, that may be a, a red flag. Yeah. But to someone else, that, um, what's the opposite of a needy person? Or, like, what would a kind needy like person a, need? Like, a giving person? No, like I'm needy. Like, person? I need, I want your attention. I need your attention. Right. I so, want, like, the dude that 
is your partner and he is satisfying your neediness, what would that be like um, called? Like he's like a giver? Like a, he's hmm. open to your neediness? I don't, uh, we don't have to answer that question. Yeah, now, I don't but, know. But that person would find your neediness like dope. Yeah, but neediness in a relationship is not good either, right? Like if somebody's too needy, that means that they've kind of lost themselves, right? Like because two people in a healthy relationship should have like their two separate lives. But if True. I'm super needy and I need, like I want to do everything with my partner. I want to go to Target. I want to go pump some gas. I want whatever it is, right? Are you that needy? I don't know. Like you want to get up what? under his um, wife beater and Listen, stick your head inside So, him? So what I think, right, because I, like I think of people that I've dated and relationships, and I'm like, in some instances I have been, mm -hmm. and then in some I haven't. I think that the ones I have, there was some type of insecurity within the relationship. I could believe that. If someone is making you feel insecure, then you're going to... Yeah, and not even insecure within myself, but just need. with the relationship. Like, I, I don't feel 100%. Right. Trust-wise. You know, yeah, like, trust-wise, so we're the on the same page. So I feel like... Very close. Right. Right. That could be a little controlling, so one too. Of, it's funny I'm you say that. Red flag. So one of my red flags <laughs> would be the opposite. Like, one of my red flags would be um, almost like being emotionless and mm -hmm. not needy. And potentially... and. This may have changed, or it may depend on the day. Vocalizing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I don't necessarily need you. You know, your being here is optional. You know what I'm saying? But nobody wants to hear that, so they may consider that a red flag. Also, the lack of, like, and this is something I need to work on personally and within my own self. Hopefully, um, a therapist will help me um, fix this. Um, lack of excitement. Really? Yeah, like nothing, so, like, nothing excites, excites you. Me. No, it's all mundane and whatever. That's tough. So if somebody does something nice for you, like you're just... I'll appreciate like, it and I'll let them know that I appreciate it. But it's like I, I lack childlike excitement. Why do you think that is? Um, I don't know. It might not to... Uh, in a reflect too much, but it might go back to childhood and getting excited and then getting shut down for being too excited. So it's like, if you get excited or too excited, you get reprimanded or almost mocked. And so it's like, what the fuck am I getting excited for? If it's gonna lead to negative feelings. You know what I'm saying? And then there's also that, <clears throat> um, like possibility that the excitement will be unfulfilled. So you get excited about something, and you look forward to it, and then the shit don't happen for whatever reason. And you're like, wow, I wasted all that energy being right. excited. Right, being disappointed. But it's whack. Like, to not get excited for shit is whack. Like, I feel myself, and I'll be like, you should be mad excited right now. Like, whatever the event or the case may be, it's like, you should be really excited, and I'll just be there like, Half the time I'll be like, do I even have to go to this? Like, and then I'll just be there. So I've had a, a similar instance. I mean, that's not really one of my red flags, but in in being when I was dating someone where because it was so inconsistent, right, and on and off, and you know, for me that's like huge. Yes. Um inconsistent. You should get that tattooed on you somewhere. <laughs> you should get a red flag with inconsistent <laughs> in it and just show it to niggas. Um 
my train of thought now. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, so for me, it was um, because it was so much inconsistency, right? And I didn't know where this was going, where we going to be talking two weeks from now, where we're not. If we ever made plans for like something in the future, like for example, booking a trip mm -hmm. or like going here, um, like I wouldn't get excited about it. Because I right. didn't know if it was actually going to happen. Like, well, that's, that's, were we even going to make it yeah, to that point? Yeah, yeah. Which is really bad. I shouldn't even be in a situation like that, right? But, right. Um, so I, I can understand it a little bit. Yeah. Um, yours is a little different. Cause yeah. Mine's a little more out of fear. You're someone else to Out of fear of, like, abandonment. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm Why? You, you don't... No, I don't expect someone else to disappoint me. I just expect... Not even... Not that I expect to be disappointed. It's just nothing excites me. I don't know. And, like, I took my dad to WrestleMania. I, I don't know if I've spoken about this on here, but my father, at, like, the age of four or five, one of my earliest memories is him waking me up with a VHS, like, VCR tape of WrestleMania at, like, four in the morning. And he was ripped, and I think he had a cheeseburger. And he was like, yo, come watch this with me. So all my life, wrestling was connected to my dad. So when they came over here to the Meadowlands, I got to take him to WrestleMania, which is like the Super Bowl of wrestling. And you would figure like, yo, I've been leading up to this moment my whole life. Like, I should be excited. And even then, it was just like... I had fun. I was happy. I was happy to see him happy. I got to see Hulk Hogan in the flesh, which is like... For some reason, my dad and Hulk Hogan in my brain are like the same person. So it was like, I remember even driving there and I was like, yo, I hope Hulk Hogan comes out. And he wasn't like booked to come but out. But then you were excited, right? I was hopeful, but I wasn't excited like, like, I don't know. When you see people excited, you can see it in their eyes and you can see like, I don't know, like it's fucking leaking out of them that they're super happy to be somewhere and super excited for this moment to have arrived. And lacking that is whack. So having a partner, so imagine if you're the partner and you're like, yo, I just got you these tickets to WrestleMania. And I'm there like, all right, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be like, what the fuck? I'm not... Yeah, I could see your partner you feeling feel like me? it's never good. And enough. mind you, inside, I might be like, yo, that's what's up. Like, like I might even vocalize it. Like, yo, thank you. Like, I really appreciate it. But they're never going to see that excitement. Uh, is it because you're scared of showing that vulnerability? Yes, that goes back to the first red flag of being emotionless, which is also not fun. But by not showing emotions, you can, like... You're harder to read, and therefore harder to manipulate. Right? So... But in a relationship... It can be very confusing to your partner if you are emotionless. Right. Because you're making yourself harder to read to them, and they're supposed to be able to read you like a book. So I can imagine that uh, potential partners have considered. That but I, th I think that's reflect. something that even that they would pick up on from even like the dating stage, right? Because you can't fake being oh, excited. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like. You don't have to know me long to know that, you know, my emotions are very reserved. And uh, you have to kind of, like, infiltrate the parameter of trust to see, you know what I'm saying? Like, certain different sides and certain emotions expressed. 
it's not for everybody to see. So is, uh, uh, to me. Is there anything that would make you excited? I don't know. There's a gang of shit that should make me excited, right? Like, anytime my daughter comes, I should be excited. And I'm happy, and I look forward to it, but I'm not excited, per se. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to go to Puerto Rico, so you would imagine. I haven't been to Puerto Rico in fucking 35 years, longer than probably people have been alive, obviously. So you'd be like, damn, I should be excited. And it's like, it'll be dope. It'll be fun, and... Take my mom, so I'm gonna have the future and the past, and it's all positive, dope, love things. It's just the excitement. Don't be there. Like I want a fucking my heart to race, and I want my stomach to flutter and shit, and that shit is lacking. Shout out to my daughter though. She uh she hit me up this week and told me some. Stuff that a professional had told her that she may be going through, and she listed a bunch of uh, uh, traits, let's say. I don't want to say them specifically, mm-hmm. but I was like, yeah, boo, like, I, don't, I got all them shits too, and look <laughs> at me, I'm fucking awesome. Like, come on, you're going to be all right. And then her mom calls me, and she's a little more, whatever, you know, I guess, concerned. And shout out to my daughter's mother. Uh, she actually told me to stop cutting you off. That is a red flag. Well, you know what it is? It's not, you know what? Not allowing. Me off. Yep. See that red yep. flag? Yep, I did. <laughs> not, um, not feeling heard, right? That's a, a red flag for a lot of people. Of course. And part of that is cutting me off, yes. I, I actually got that feedback. They're like, he's always cutting you off. I'm like, but I've learned. Yes. So. From the previous podcast, right, where it was three females, mm-hmm. everybody wanted to say something, right? So mm-hmm. I learned, okay, we can't just all sound like we're, you know, I get it, right? The thought comes to your head and you're like, you want to say it before, yeah. you, forget before you forget it, it. Yes. you know? Yes. Um, so I've learned, okay, once somebody else starts talking, let me, because if not, it just sounds like a bunch of gibberish. Yes. Um, well, I'm also learning. You've gotten better. Uh, I'm gotten trying. Better. I'm trying. <laughs> so shout out to my daughter's mother. Shout out to my daughter as well. You're going to be fine. You're fine already. You're awesome. All that shit, it's whatever. Don't trust these doctors trying to get people hooked on mental drugs for the rest of their life. You're fucking great as you are. And whatever weird stuff is going on up here, you get that from me. And we're going to survive no matter what. So, Back to red flags. Another red flag that I would consider myself as having is um, your number one red flag, which is inconsistency. But that's partially due to um, narcissism. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, for example, um, today's show started at 2. I arrived at 158 because I'm a narcissist. And I don't believe this show. Like, I heard this once and it always stuck to me. If you're important, they'll wait. So I'm like, yeah. You know, they can't move on without me. Not y'all, but anybody. However, no, what do you I mean was not, on time. Not y'all. You you said that directly right here. <laughs> not oh, Even not not specifically y'all. Like... Not specifically y'all. <laughs> or not only y'all, I should say. Um, that just falls to everybody. Like, but that's part of the narcissism, which is uh, another red flag. Yeah, a huge red flag. <laughs> you know, I'm 
watch my mouth today because no, no, no. feeling spicy. Go, be free <laughs> and speak your mind. My spiciness is never to attack y'all. Go ahead. What other red flags do you see within yourself? Within myself? Um, I'm not always punctual because I don't believe in the concept of time so much. So, you know, the universe and my spirit will tell me what time I need to be somewhere. And if it's not the right time, then it just wasn't meant to be. Are you high? No, I wish I was. <laughs> but I'm not. Why? You don't believe me? Or you just don't? Do I sound yeah. like a crazy ass? Uh, a little bit. bit. A little bit. But that's all related to the narcissism, bro. Because when you think you're the star of the movie, everything revolves around you. It's funny because these red flags that you're listing are the red flags that I have that I look at when I'm dating somebody. That, <laughs> that you I'm notice? Like, yeah, that I'm like, inconsistency. Uh, well, yeah, you're, you're a walking red flag. We could never date. Nah. Yeah. That's why, that's why I picked you. You know what I'm saying? And one of my, uh, one of our, uh, well, I guess a fan or a listener asked if, uh, I, s- I sent you the, the, the photo shoot. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The screenshot, one of our listeners asked if we were dating or not. No. Miss no. Les and I are not compatible. N- not at all. <laughs> Why is it funny? Because as a narcissist, like, I'm compatible with anybody. Nah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I say dumb shit just to <laughs> see Les react to it. I think my face said it all. Yes. Uh, what was the funniest face you put? Oh, my God. What was it that out? you said? Um, I don't remember. Fuck, but Les. I forgot what it was. Les's yeah. face does not lie, which is a uh, a positive. Yeah, no, sometimes... Um, okay. So hit me with another one of your um, red flags. And then I want to get into red flags that we notice or that we try to avoid. Um, the other one of my red flags, um, and I think this one's a little hard to tell in the beginning, um, and it's more for myself, right? I don't know how it affects the person that I'm dating, but knowing um, when to walk away. Hmm. So within myself, that's like a red flag. Could that be a red flag to someone else? Like they won't, your partner wouldn't know that you are an expert at knowing when to walk away until they have forced you to walk away. Right, but it <clears throat> it should be a red flag, right? Wouldn't you want someone that has, um, I mean, I feel like when you don't know how to walk away, you kind of lack self-respect a little bit. Right, so um, it depends on the partner. Because some guys will take advantage of a yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, no, of course, away. of course, right? But I'm talking about like if you want like a healthy relationship. Um, and I guess it, it, it depends on, because I've had situations where I walk away, I'm like, no, I'm not fucking doing this shit, right? Right. Um, but then I've had times where I've stood much longer than I should have. So, two things, right? A good partner should support you having a backbone. Mm-hmm. And an opinion and a voice and standing on it. And a good partner, if they realize that maybe you're lacking that, they should help you build it and like support it and help you grow it. You know, they shouldn't be afraid of it because they shouldn't ever put you in a position that you would want to choose to walk away. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's a good partner. Um, but a fucked up partner. Um, especially if they're narcissistic, 
They'll definitely take advantage if you don't have a backbone and you don't know walk away and you don't know when to walk away. They're just gonna keep pushing that envelope till you fucking fall off the cliff. Yeah, and I I mean the way you're saying it, right? It sounds like really bad. Um, so it's not that I won't walk away. It's just I should have walked away sooner. Like I I for me to walk away and feel like ugh, like completely get over it, I have to know that I gave it my all. Right? Where I have nothing left to give, and now I'm, I'm okay with walking away, which most of the times is longer than when what you should have stayed, right? Um, so it's not that I don't have a backbone. No, um, no, I wasn't talking about you like that. I was just saying in that in that example, but, people that may be in that but situation. But no, it could come off. It could <clears> come <throat> across like that, right? Like, oh, I could do this and this, and she's still gonna be there, right? Right. Um, but for me, it's more of I still have, like, I haven't given everything yet. And for me to walk away from something and be peace, like, at peace with it, I have to know that I gave everything. There's nothing more I could have given. Um, and now I could walk away at peace and it'll be like you never existed to me. Right. But I find that to be a little bit, like, it almost doesn't make sense to me, right? Because if you are with a partner, and you realize it's time to walk away. Instead of walking away, you give more until you've exhausted I yourself think, yeah, to I the think point it's a... that you can say, "I tried everything, and now I can walk away with no." I know it's it's it's. You're not just healthy. torturing yourself. It, yeah, it's like a war within myself. Uh, where it's... I'm more like that bitch stepped on my sneakers. She <laughs> cut off. That's it. Like you fucked it up, bitch. Yo, I had that happen one time. Shorty came over from the club. Stepped on my kicks, and I'm like, yo, you just stepped on my kicks? You're like, yeah, don't worry, I'll buy you another pair. I'm like, these are not on the market. Nah. Like, you can't just go buy another pair of these like that. What you think? These just regular? This is back in the day, you know, before and you can buy any sneaker whenever you want. Um, yo, and she disregarded it as if my emotions were not valid. And yeah, she had to get cut off after yeah, that. Yeah, your emotions on It doesn't matter what it is. If it's important to me, You're you right. should respect it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's sneakers or um, to go back to something you just said, I heard mm -hmm. a really dope, um, like, saying this weekend or whatever. Someone was explaining um, letting someone go, right? And I thought it was beautiful. He said, in order to let someone go, you must first detach. Mm -hmm. And in order to detach, you must first conclude what, you, what the attachment was. So if that person made you feel loved... The attachment was that the love so you right, are so lacking self-love um so once you realize that then you can detach and once you detach then you can let go i have and this is another red flag i have issues letting go if i feel like almost like unresolved emotions still there's still confliction and maybe things haven't been said or settled um, that shit fucks me up, bro. And, uh, that made, that, that video that I saw made me reflect and, like, I have to really dig in deep and see what the attachment mm -hmm. was so I can detach and so I can let go, so I can move on because that's preventing me from moving on. Yeah, I mean, I think another thing, um, and it's something that I've done myself, right, is dating, um, someone's potential and not... Uh, yes. Who they actually are right. right like I put them on this pedestal of what I see mm -hmm. 
um, not only for us, but what I see for them. And, um, and that's who I'm dating, right? And number mm-hmm. one, that's not fair to the person, mm-hmm. right? Because now I'm setting unrealistic expectations, right? right? That the that person they might never not had even want to achieve. Yeah, right. Um, and then it's also, right, letting myself down. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it is another red flag. Um, within myself. I, I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong, that that's more common in women to date yeah. a man's potential. Yeah. And it's uh, it's inspiring because y'all see stuff within men that the man himself might not see, and y'all see this potential in places that he can go and things he can achieve that he himself may have never even thought of. And a wise man would use that mm-hmm. to reach these pinnacles and these um, levels that were beyond his own imagination before he met the young lady. But more common, the man will resent these expectations or these uh, these lofty goals that the female has set for him. Instead of trying to reach them, and even if you fail, at least you tried, and you're way better than you were when you met back the then. Right, right. But men are very prideful. I think and, that's uh, also... The reason why it's hard to detach from someone because you attach yourself to someone who doesn't really exist because you put them on this pedestal, right? Mm-hmm. Of this, so that person doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. Um, so that also makes it hard to. I detach, think that you know? that that part <clears throat> I feel happens to men more often, where we'll meet a, 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 a potential partner, and um, specifically women, and I think specifically men. Um, of my generation, we meet these uh, females, and if we like them, we'll put them on a pedestal, and they'll be angelic, um, and you know, almost perfect. We know deep down they ain't fucking perfect, but we put them on this pedestal, and then um, when they start being human, like they, the pedestal starts crumbling. And then we're no longer looking at them the same way. And another beautiful saying that I heard this weekend that I actually, I saved it because I wanted to read it, was um, in regards to breakups. And this is one of my red flags, right? So when you see a girl out partying every weekend, um, always in the clubs, um, just out every night, whether it's going out to dinner, lounge, hookah lounge, bar, club, whatever, like, Shorty just out too much, right? Like, that, to me, is a red flag. And um, somebody said, a wise man actually said, that one of the saddest things a man can see is a good girl go bad, especially a girl he loves. When you see them drinking and being a hoe, thinking they're somehow living, unaware of what they're doing to themselves, it's sad to see that beauty destroyed. It's sad to see an angel die. And I thought that was like, very potent in that we often put them on a pedestal and almost it is, angelize them. I want to go back to something that you said, a girl going out and all I mean... Well, this is different because this is specific to post-breakup going out. Right, but just because someone is going out doesn't necessarily mean that she's getting drunk, that she's hooking up with guys. No. She could just be going out and... Enjoying her life. That's that's what she enjoys doing. Well, that's the thing about, like, a red flag, that you may not allow the person to explain themselves, or you may not um, 
do enough research. So red flags are like almost like stereotyping a person or something without getting to know the the. Uh, Nah, that like this internet. that situation well, might be one, like an one. orange flag. Depending on the person, right? Yeah, so to me, it's a red flag, and because it's a red flag, I may not want the explanation, or I may not continue the pursuit long enough to but I think, get the explanation. I think recognizing those red flags is what, in the you know, stops you from possibly getting into a situation that you shouldn't be in anyway. Right. Right? So, like, if you recognize those red flags up front and actually listen to them, then that's not somebody that you should be wasting your time with. Right. It's not a bad thing. Right. It's a good thing. Woo. <laughs> um, so, that's one of my red flags. Would you like to share one of your red flags? But wait! Before you share it, I know you're going to start at number one. And I know number one, so I'm going to share it with the audience. And if y'all know number one, which y'all should if y'all watched episodes one through seven, we can all say it along together as a family. Are you ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Inconsistency. <laughs> it is. What is it about? It is. You know what? <clears throat> it I'm going to get a little more comfortable now. I'm going to get into therapy mode. It triggers my anxiety, man. I can't. One day we have I to have can't. a whole episode on inconsistency and why it is your number one uh, thing. I and I think it goes back to your it, childhood. It does go back to my childhood. Yeah. Um, and it triggers like this fear of abandonment. Right. Abandonment um, issues. But I mean, listen, there's nothing... I think more attractive than a guy who says he says something and does it. Mm-hmm. Like that to me is a turn on. So if you say you're gonna do something, do it, and do it all the time, right? Like if you say, I don't know, whatever, you're gonna call me after work, mm-hmm. right? But then you're constantly, oh yeah, I'll call you after work, and then not calling, and then you know that that triggers. Like, a, that, that makes you lose trust in the person, right? And that right. might sound something so, like, minute, like, oh, it's just a phone call. If you can't call me, let me know. Hey, listen, I'm not going to be able to call you. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, that's, like, the, the little things, right? But it can go into such deeper things. So, for me, if you're inconsistent, that's why, listen, if I'm dating anybody, the way we start, potential daters. that energy or do not show up with it in the beginning so what if they start and then they stop that's that's a fucking red flag now no 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 what if they're consistently um inconsistent no (laughs) i've said that before and i won an argument on that one i got points for that one um what happened to my butt jump um what if they are oh what if they like that's who they are right um so so that's not somebody that I, I can be with. Okay. Yeah. Like I can't. I I can't because not you know if that's who they are that's that that's okay. You're just not for me, because that's inside I'm gonna be a fucking wreck. But you um you acknowledge like exceptions, like for example, he tells you I'm gonna call you tonight and then something comes up. Yeah, He's called you six days in a row when he said he would. It's all about communication. And on day seven. Let me know. Hey, listen, I can't call you. That's it. Like, I'm I'm busy, right? Like, I go back. But it's if so you just, easy, right? It, it is. If you just communicate, um, you know, and I don't know, people have, like, this fear of speaking up, of talking to people. Like, if you avoid, right, if, if I tell you, oh, I'm going to text you later, I'm going to call you later, um, and I don't, 
right? Now, I'm, and I don't tell you why or, hey, I'm busy. I'm not going to be able to call you tonight. I'm leaving room in your head to now create your own story. Yeah. You know um, what I mean? And, like, that's not fair to you, and then that's not fair to me, right? Because it could innocently be, oh, I got caught up. Yeah. But because I didn't take two seconds to be like, hey, listen, I'm not going to be able to call you tonight, right? But that's it. You don't even have to explain anything at that moment, right? Just, I'm not going to be able to call you, right? I don't want you to wait up. Yeah. And that'll save a and lot that, of us. Absolutely. A lot, of, listen, communication would save a lot of heartbreak, a lot of, a lot. A lot of anxiety. It would save a lot of, a lot of relationships. Yeah, I think we've said that before on the show. Communication is a, is key and at the same time it's lacking, which is. My other red flag is number two now because number there's, one is inconsistency in capital letters, glowing neon. Number two. My number two is um, if I'm dating someone who either constantly talking about their ex or bad mouthing their ex. Okay. That shit don't fly with me. That's fair. Um, if it's you're the- if you're constantly talking about your ex, then dude, you're still in love with her. Then why are you wasting my time? Right? Correct. Two, if you're bad-mouthing her, I don't give a shit what she did. At some point, that was exactly who you wanted. That was exactly the person that, that made you happy. That's At one point, you guys were good. So for you to go and now bad-mouth this person, nah. That's not cool. Well, it's one thing to just be like, listen, she was fucked up or whatever. But when you go in and you're talking, then what does that say about you? And then it makes me question, okay, you're telling me all these things that she did. What the fuck did you do, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're not acknowledging the wrong that you did in the relationship. So that's another problem. That uh, red flag leads to another red flag. Yes. So those as a, uh, those are unresolved anger issues, and that's unresolved pain that that person is still right. carrying them regarding their That life. means you got a lot of work to do on yourself. Yes. I fall into that category, unfortunately. And... Uh, Yo, that shit ain't easy, bro. But I acknowledge that I was fucked up. And I, had I been a better partner, there would have been less of turmoil. But the chips fell where they fell. <laughs> My number two um, red flag is uh, women who work in nightlife. Okay. So like bartenders, bottle girls, um, you know, strippers. And again, these red flags are, I I don't know if I explained this earlier, but my red flags are for like relationships, Mm -hmm. right? These don't necessarily stop a person from From being a homegirl. No. All right. Let let me explain something, y'all. Homegirls and like jump offs are like different, right? Because the homegirl, yes, you're going to have sex, but you're also going to. Interact, right? It's almost like that's your girlfriend for the day that y'all are together. So a stripper would never be your homegirl? Or a bartender would never be your homegirl? Um, or a bottle girl? N- not to say that, but it's a red flag. Um, you know, once you get to know the person, then they could be, they could not fall under the category. But to be in those situations constantly, for a person who has trust issues already, those are like dangerous circles to be in. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
there's mad always like temptation. And as a bartender, like, yo, you gotta flirt, bro. And niggas is gonna talk to you all night. And niggas is gonna kick it to you every day. And same thing for a bottle girl. And same thing for a I mean, and whatever. And that's yes, a lot of you can ignore, uh, ignore it. That's not just nightlife, right? If you're in customer service, right? You yeah, may but not in customer service, y'all ain't blur, drinking. But no, you're right. You know but, what I'm saying? Alcohol is not involved, and lust is not in the air. I mean, alcohol is not involved, but if you're going to get hit on, you're going to get hit on wherever. Right. But a person who is um, scarred, it's going to be a red flag for them. Okay. In particular, you know what I'm saying? Um, was, your ex a, was your ex a bartender? Yes, she was actually, mm. and that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's probably why I feel this way. Okay, makes sense. So you know, <laughs> the jadedness and the uh, scarring. Yes. Got it. I got it. So, you know, if you get bitten by a dog, you're probably not gonna fuck with dogs in the future. You know what I'm saying? So if you get burnt by a bartender, you might not like bartenders anymore. I mean, at some point, and again, these are very. Yes, that that goes back to the uh, thing that I said earlier with the attachment and the detachment. So, when I heard that saying last night or yesterday, like that was when I started to self-reflect and realize that in order to let go, which I've been having difficulty difficulties with, I must first detach, and in order to detach, I have to see what had me attached to this particular person. So, when are you doing that? Um, I don't think I've stopped doing it since I heard the saying. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of inner reflection as to why this person is held for me, within me, in such high regard, regardless of the pain that they've caused and the obvious change in outlook that they caused. You know, so I have to really go back and understand what it is that this person gave me that I'm lacking and continue to lack. And then I have to build that in order to be able to painlessly let go. She may be the biggest blessing you have that, Potentially. that came into your life. Because I don't, uh, she's, you know, forcefully making you evolve. Yes. And I don't, I don't. Right? And not necessarily her herself, but her actions and the impact that she had on your life. Yes, I agree. And I don't, um, I don't. I don't want to hold any negative feelings toward her. Um, I I definitely don't hate her, and I and I don't wish harm to her. You know, um, I wish her love and and happiness and, and all that good stuff. Um, but I gotta let that go, bro. Gotta let that go. Let's go on to another red flag. Yeah, yeah. All right, I have um, someone who's. And we're at different points in our lives. Fair. Um, and you know, I find that out on date one. <laughs> all right, so red flags, to, to, to veer off slightly, can they be corrected? So your I red mean, flag is inconsistency, right? Right. Let's say you're dating someone, and they are inconsistent on three occasions, and you point it out to them. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, shit, I didn't even notice. My bad. That makes me feel crazy. Not, excuse me. Not to use crazy in a negative way. That makes you feel a way that upsets right. you, that bothers you. My mistake, I'ma fix it. And then they Well, I guess that can be corrected, right? 
I mean, certain if, things. If, can be of corrected. course, if they if they want to make it work, right, and they see that yes, it's it's a problem, um, it's gonna go one of two ways. Yeah. Either yeah, you're gonna much. fix it, or or it's gonna continue. Or well, one of three ways, right? Away. Yeah. Either I continue and be like, all right, well, maybe it's not that big of a red flag for me, but it absolutely is. Or I'm gonna be like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't. This is not for me. What was the red flag you just said right now? Different, different. being at different points in our lives. That's like, got to be a, a one of the worst ones. Yeah. Because we don't control that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But there's no point in continuing even past the first date if we want different things. How is that communicated? And can that for? one be corrected? What are you looking for? Where do you see yourself five years from now? You really ask people that on the first date? I'll leave you on the first date. Like, why? I'll be like, yo, I'm going to the bathroom real quick, shorty. <laughs> I'm out, Uber. I t- <laughs> Listen, I don't like those. I told you, I'm not about like small talk. Yeah, right? but the like, first I day. I want to get to know somebody. Like, yes. Can we get 20 minutes of small talk in? No, of course, in between. But listen, just like I can ask you, oh, hey, listen, oh, let's talk about like your past relationships, right? A lot of people talk about their past relationships in on the first date. Why can't we talk about, I'm not saying what you want with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm saying, what do you want? And if you can't answer that question, that's a problem too. Right. Because then you don't know what you want. And a confused person is just as bad as somebody that's not on the same page as you. Does not knowing what you want necessarily make you confused? Yeah, you don't know what you want when you don't know something. Like, mm. right? Like, how do, how do you know? Um, I don't know shit about Mars. That don't mean I'm confused about it. Of course, if I ask you a question, you're not going to know the answer. I'm going to tell you. I don't it. know. I'm not confused. I don't. I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I think the, ter- the it's word. It's just as bad as a confused person. It might not be the same thing, but it's just as bad as somebody that is confused about what they want. What if they want everything? What is everything? Let's clarify. I, I, Let's break down. What is all. everything? <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know, but I'll be feeling like that. So my right, my questions on the first date are not. Where do you see us in five years? Not like that. Like, I want to know about you. I want to know what is Where it that you're looking for. Where do you see yourself for? in five years? Yeah, like, what What are your goals, mm-hmm. right? Like, what's the plan? Right. And, you know, do you see yourself married? Do you see yourself kids? Do you want kids? Um, things like that. And if that doesn't align with what I'm looking for, I am no longer wasting my time. You're I'm, a tough first date, Because I huh? have done that <laughs> plenty of times. How many first dates have you been on? That didn't have a second date. A few. <laughs> a few. Fellas, before y'all slide up in the a lovely few. Miss Les's DM, be aware that the first date is gonna be intense. That's not intense. <laughs> it depends. You're not you can't say that's not intense because it's somebody that you might be. You would find intense. that intense if we're having a conversation and I'm like, so like what do you Somebody might for? find that intense. Depending on how then, it's presented. Then that that person may not be looking for what I'm looking for, right? Because I'm I'm dating intentional, right? I want a serious relationship. I want a partner. Um, I do not want children. Um, so I know what I want. And I have no problem speaking about it because I know what I want. I know what I bring to the table. I know where I lack 
in certain things. Um, and I'm open to talking about it. I'm not if you're not, it, it, uh, if you can't do that, then that might make me question a little bit, Maybe they just right? don't want to do that on date one. Maybe that's a date three combo. Maybe yeah. date one. I mean, I guess it also depends, right? What what is out. what is a date one? If we're sitting down, you know, having dinner and drinks, the conversation's gonna come up. Now, conversation doing, will come up, not no, necessarily that conversation. Because you're gonna bring up. it up. Absolutely, we're sitting down having dinner and drinks <laughs> now. If we're, I don't know, jumping out of a plane or doing some like fun activity, obviously I'm not gonna be like, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Before we jump, where do you see yourself when we land? <laughs> I mean, it has to, right? The date, it depends on the date as well. Yes, it you depends know what I mean? on, the, there the, are many factors. Yes. But, but, fellas, know that the fucking question is coming and you better have a three-paragraph thesis as to where you will be in five years, what you will have achieved, how many children you will or will not have, uh, fucking the whole plan gamut. Aye, you're of... so dramatic. <laughs> All right, number three for extent. me. Not to that extent. <laughs> Hit her in the DM. No. <laughs> um, the girls with the, with the IGs that are very... Um, Look at me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, when they do the pose and they poke the butt out and they were like, oh, I bought new sneakers. And you're like, this picture is not about the sneakers, mom. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, I think that's an immediate red flag. Okay. I could see that. Depending on the goal of the interaction. Right? Because if you're just looking for some thotty shit, that might be, right. like, that's the fish you want to try to throw the bait at. But if you're looking for something serious and a potential partner and someone to build and grow with, that's to me, is an immediate red flag. Like, And also the, um, the interaction on Instagram, right? So you put up a picture where your butt is the main focus of the picture and niggas is going to comment. Some shorties reply to every niggas comment with a flirty, reply you know what i'm saying so as someone that is like a potential suitor or a potential um court or that would to me would be a red flag yeah i could see that i mean i think the same thing with with a guy right if i go on his social media and it's just like pictures of him and and then right if you look through the comments and he's responding and things like that because i mean at the end of the day you can't control what people comment on your page? You can, because you can delete them. No, you're right. No, no. Yes, you can control. But I mean, you can't stop someone from from doing it. No, no, no. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. But so once it you does, see it. Right. You either delete it or you... Or you whatever, depending on... Or, or you don't. You don't put anything. You don't even mm-hmm. hit a heart. So, yeah. I could see that being a red flag. Yeah, so fellas, beware. And ladies, too, because yep. there are definitely male insta-thoughts. And that's, yo, even as a man looking at that, you're like, come I on, think people are boy, just um, craving attention. Proof. You know what I mean? And that's yes. a quick That's actually that's an immediate fix. red flag. Yeah. Um, attention seekers. And that goes to another one of my red flags. And it's fucked up, right? Because a lot of these red flags, um, I don't want it to seem like I'm bashing or attempting to attack my ex, but they, they just so happen to fall and apply 
But that's only because you're not over that situation. I think once you do the work and you well, get over that situation and you heal from that situation, your red flags may be a little bit different. I don't they think this one will ever change. a little bit deeper than that. The what? They may be a little bit deeper. More like, you see, like, you're like a bartender and I'm here like inconsistency. But you know inconsistency what I mean? Like, you're very like, because that's like, the number one thing for me. <laughs> but I we think, are aware. I think, right? Yeah, but I know where, where it stems from, right? Like, yeah. Well, big thing. minds are different because they're surface. Because once I see these red flags, I don't move past them to get. Because you haven't gotten past that situation. Once you do, I think, right? I could be wrong. But I think that um, once you do, we could revisit this, and you. Can we can, open. and we will. But I think some of these existed prior to her. Okay. Um, for example, the bartending thing. Like I always thought that wasn't a good look for a potential partner. You know what I'm saying? So, so that goes to a totally different discussion where you meet someone and you see the red flags and you ignore them for whatever reason. Maybe you really like this person, or you really something dope can come about. Um, so you choose to ignore these red flags and then they end up biting you in the ass. So it's funny that you say that because I read on the article and I wrote it down. It says, um, why do we sometimes miss these red flags? Often it's because our partners mimic patterns from childhood. Like you grew up thinking that that behavior was normal. Often. Um, you or the partner? No, the person that's missing the red, that overlooks these red flags, right? Depending on what the red flag is. Uh -huh. It could be something from your child. For example, if someone is controlling. Oh, right? okay. Right, 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 right. Because um, that's actually a, a red flag of mine, right? right. Controlling. Um, someone might, I mean, I didn't have that growing up, right? But someone may know that, like, maybe their dad was controlling, right? right. And that's what they knew as love. Right. So someone that's controlling is an overlooked red flag for them. When right. someone, maybe like you, might be like, or me, will be like, hell no, that person's controlling, that's not for yes, me. Yes, for someone true. else, they may not. That's normal that's, to them. That's normal. Right, right, right. Um, I think that's a very excellent statement, right? So growing up, um, the love that I saw was not particularly love. It was an awkward interpretation of love with very little... Showing of actual emotion, not a lot of talking, not a lot of expression of love. So um, I guess I grew up thinking that was normal. And as an adult, now I know it wasn't, but I've, I, I have witnessed myself perform the same actions in a relationship because I thought that was, like, normal, I guess. And then when you look back, you're like, damn, that, that's, that's not love. Um, so I remember I had a girlfriend, right? Um, and our relationship reminded me of my parents. And uh, my father, to put it bluntly, pushed my mom away, right? Because he was emotionless. Um, so in an effort to not lose the girl, I think I pushed her away. You know what I'm saying? So the irony was that um, I didn't want to lose her, and I actually caused myself mm. to lose her through my own actions, which were similar to my father's. 
treatment of my mom. Um, but that's what you saw. Right. And mm-hmm. it was so weird because when I realized it, it was like, damn, I was working really hard to not lose her. But in doing so, I pushed it away, which was foul. Um, but shout out to her. She's a good person. It was her birthday recently, so happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so another red flag, and um, I feel a little bad because this doesn't apply to every woman. There are exceptions. But, and damn, Oh, geez, I'm scared of what you're going to say. Because I feel like you fall under this category a little bit, or sort of, right? Oh, it's, it's women with multiple baby fathers. Oh, yeah. I get it. I think that's a red flag. I get it. Listen, I get it. I also think So I'm not saying it's being insulting. No, no. I'm not I'm not insulted at all, Thank actually. You. Um, I feel like my story is not like it's not like I don't know who my baby daddies are or right? It was like I was with someone when I was young. Right. I was fourteen to twenty one. Right. right. And then the next one was my husband. Right. Right? So it wasn't like, oh yeah, no, I dated this guy and got knocked up and then dated this guy and got knocked up and then that's not what it was. These were right. people that were in my life, right, for a very long time, very important people. Um, so I'm not offended by that at all. And that's the other danger of red flags, right? So in, let's say in a par- in an alternate universe, I was to attempt to bag you. Right, right? and then and, I'm like, and, I got two kids, like, oh, two so baby got- daddies. And I'll You're be like, like damn, that's a red flag. <laughs> Let me avoid yep. that. But no, I, get it. I didn't take the time to hear your story right. and hear it out because... It's not necessarily that you was out there wild and then just got pregnant right. a bunch of times. You were in a long relationship and then you were married and that's mm-hmm. how it happened. So the thing with red flags is you like you want to avoid them, but sometimes you might miss out because of the red flag because yeah. you didn't investigate enough to find out but why. But I also think you have to like prioritize them, right? Like which one is your... I don't give a shit what the story is behind it, right? Yeah. Like, my inconsistency, I don't give a shit what the story is behind it. Oh um, if you're inconsistent, it's a, I, can't, I can't handle that. Right. Um, right? So that would be my number one. Out of my five, maybe my least one that I might be like, let me listen, is um, maybe like my last one, which is someone that's not comfortable being vulnerable. Right? Okay. Um, like, talking about their emotions right. and things like that. And... That's a red flag for me because that means that they don't know how to communicate their emotions. Right. Um, and I do. Right. Um, but I can also be like, well, let me put that a little bit on the back burner, right? So I can understand right. why this person is the way they are. Right. Especially if they're trying. You know, um, I think I would fall under that category where I don't always find it as great of a talker as I am and as um, smooth as my words are. It's sometimes difficult to express emotion, especially if it's a negative emotion, especially if it's like a, a tragic history, historical event or whatever. Like, it's not always easy to let people into certain things that have happened. Oh, I get it. You know? I get it. I mean, and, being and vulnerable is It would hard. suck to be judged for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say you really like Shorty. And, you know, you're trying, like, yo, I'm trying to open up to you. It's not going to be easy, and it's not going to happen overnight. But if we do a little bit every day, it's going to, you know, a little bit is going to add up. Boom, boom, boom. Right, but that's, then you communicate that, right? Like, listen, I'm not good at talking Wait, about... wait, wait, wait. Because, because you're not good at communicating, you may not communicate that. If, that may be more of an, 
internal dialogue. Right, but that's where I would be open to asking, right? right? Like, I mean, obviously that wouldn't be a conversation on the first date because that goes like real deep. Really? That wow, would, thank that you for sparing him. <laughs> but, but, right, that would be something like, okay, I need to understand better right. where this person, you know, why this person struggles with that. And not only that, you'd see the effort. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So he wouldn't have to verbalize like, yo, I'm going to try and, you know, some days will be easy and some days won't. But fuck with me, and little by little, you know, it's going to become, it's going to add mm-hmm. up. Um, he may not be able to verbalize that, but you'll see that he's giving forth effort. And um, and that's, you know, sometimes sometimes those who find it difficult to express, um, that's all they really want, you know, like yeah. somebody to, uh, you know, to work with them. And, and don't fucking try to force it out of me, because that's going to make me close up even more. Just let me open up at my pace. You know what I'm saying? I'm a flower. Let me bloom. Yeah, I mean, it depends <laughs> how long it's going to take you to bloom. Because wow, you see time limits. Yeah. I mean, if it's, you know, if it can't be like 10 years in and I have... No, it can't know? be over five years because it won't be in the plan and shit. <laughs> <laughs> in five years, I'm going to be emotionally healed. <laughs> nah. Um, let me think. What Stop else did it. I have? Um, my, my others are superficial, bro. Um, yeah, but like, obviously, my tattoo like, um, here is a red flag for him. Well, yes. So, uh, that's, that's, again, I don't want to, I don't want it to see, I don't want it to seem as if I am specifically bashing an ex of mine. However, due to, uh, what happened between us, certain characteristics that she carried are now red flagish towards me and one would be the tattoo on the inner bicep and you're not the first female that i've seen with that tattoo after the relationship that i've judged <laughs> nah, he was like let me see your arm yeah i was like, I was like oh. <laughs> red flag <laughs> i should have pulled one out and slapped it. <laughs> um but no like a deeper red flag to go beyond surface and bullshit is um obviously lying Right. Any form of lying wants to get caught in a lie. Um, it's not cool. It's not going to rock. It's not going to vibe. Um, using. A lot of women attempt to use mm-hmm. men for financial comeuppance. Um, and I think that's disgusting. Um, and that's pretty, like, recognizable pretty quickly. You know what I'm saying? Especially today. I see a lot of stories on Twitter of dudes being like, yo, I just met Shorty an hour ago. And they'll show the text stream. And they'll be like, yo, how you doing? Oh, I'm stressed out. I need. $80 for my light bill. And you're like, yo, sorry, I just met you 10 minutes ago. Like, fuck out of here. Um, manipulators, obviously. And um, um, people with anger issues, right? Like, Yeah, bro, because that's dangerous, you know. That and I've heard, I've heard stories, so. right, where people are, like, at a restaurant, let's say the waiter gets the order wrong and the person yeah. just flips out on them, right? Yeah. That's a fucking red that flag. That don't look at me like that. Lies. Homeboy at Dunkin' Donuts, my bad, man. I didn't mean to go at you like that. <laughs> I pull up to the window and he gonna ask me, are you rich? So I'm like, nigga, do I look rich? <laughs> and then he looked at me like I was crazy. He gave me my coffee and I kept it moving. So my bad, Dunkin' Donuts guy, bro. You was new. You was yeah, slow. That was a little Fuck That was mean. You're mean. <laughs> uh, no. Is there a difference between mean and cruel? 
no, mean, no, no. I feel I'm like... sorry. Wrong word. Is there a difference between mean and evil? Right? Because I don't think I'm evil, but I can definitely be mean. Yeah, I feel like when someone's evil, they're like intentionally doing right. things, right? I mean, I could be wrong. That's just what I think of I, when I, I think I of think evil. So mean, I mean, some people are come off as mean, and they may not really be mean. Because right. sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. I think I struggle with that. Yeah. I say shit however the fuck I want, and you're going to accept it or don't accept it. And that's foul. I shouldn't yeah. put people through that, bro. Who are you? Oh, man, I need therapy. Jesus. A cleansing. Oh, un baño. The egg. <laughs> All that. <laughs> but deep down, I'm mad, kind-hearted, and loving. It's just the deep down in the trenches. I think you're pretty cool. Ah, I mean, right? But I see you from a different angle, right? Like on a, on a friendship angle. Correct. Um, I'm sure there's other ladies that would disagree with me. I'm sure there are, but even to those that have the worst opinions of me, I'm sure there was a time that they thought I was cool and uh, loving and caring. And stuff. Yeah, and that's I, and what manipulators do. They make you believe. Um, well, yeah, but that's also what people do when they're, when they're damaged. When they're hurt, right? So I, I meet you and I'm cool and, I, and loving and respectful and everything, and then you shit on me. And then I'm not cool and yeah. loving no more, and then no. you shit on me because I'm mean. Right. You know what I'm saying? So who's the manipulator? Yeah. Uh, a discussion for another time. Mm. On the next episode of Men Lie, Women Lie, and All Flowers Die, I believe we're going to be talking about sex. What about sex? I don't know, but I'm <laughs> the know. expert here. Nah. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'd love to hear from y'all, though. So please DM us if y'all got any crazy sex stories, any um, crazy, like, little secret techniques that y'all know about that I may have never heard of and you want to try on your point. Or just some, like, funny shit that may have yeah. happened. Right? You, ever ha you have a funny sex story? For next episode. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I can think of one. I'm going to have to go into the vault and see what I find uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's been. Oh, shoot. Last night with the whole drink spilled on the floor. And <laughs> Are we saving it? We're saving it for the next episode. Stop next it. Episode. <laughs> Just know the action didn't stop and I cleaned the floor. And shortly, you know, next episode, men lie, women lie, and all flowers die with the lovely Miss Les, the walking red flag, and your boy, Uncle Joe. And we out. The walking red flag. <laughs>